Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and a clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Jennifer Hooper from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thanks for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today, we will be discussing Mayo Clinic Laboratories Neuro-Oncology Expanded Gene Panel with Dr. Chris Ida. Dr. Ida, thank you for being here today. This is such an important test for our brain tumor patients. But before we get into the test, could you provide our listeners with a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having me here. So I'm originally from Brazil, where I did my medical school and my anatomic pathology residency. Then I came to the Mayo Clinic actually as a visiting clinician, and I had the opportunity to work with Dr. Scheitauer, who was one of the giants in the field of neuropathology. And he really inspired me to pursue that career. Then I came back to the United States I did complete anatomic pathology residency as well as neuropathology and molecular pathology fellowships all here at Mayo Clinic. And I was very fortunate to be able to continue as staff, which is where I currently work. And I really love what I do. So I'm really happy to be able to talk about this today. Yeah, thanks again for that background. I think that your fellowship and your trajectory through the neuropathology space really provides you that subject matter expertise to be able to dive into this neuro-oncology um, expanded gene panel. So with that said, could you give an overview of the new neuro-oncology expanded gene panel by next generation sequencing? Yeah, so our new neuro-oncology expanded gene panel will include two subpanels a DNA subpanel in which we evaluate for 89 for mutations in 89 genes, as well as the microsatellite instability status, and an RNA subpanel that evaluates for fusions involving 81 genes. This new test is different in a couple of aspects. So from the technical standpoint, it has a different chemistry. So this is a hybrid capture instead of an amplicon-based NGS assay and really has a more robust bioinformatics pipeline for the DNA panel. We are also updating our list of genes that are tested to better align with the new WHO 2021 classification of brain tumors and includes additional diagnostically relevant genes that were not present in the prior panel, like DICER-1, for example, and also excluding genes that have been shown to not have strong clinical relevance. And therefore, by doing that, we were able to increase our sequencing real state for the most relevant genes and also reducing the analytical time by having a more concise and clinically useful list of genes that we are testing. Those seems like great enhancements to the new test, especially when you mentioned the alignment with the 2021 WHO classifications. Can you describe a little bit more about maybe some examples of genes that were in the 2021 WHO classifications that are now included in the NONCP panel? 
Yeah, so I just wanted to step back a little bit and talk more generally about the 2021 WHO classification. So this new classification incorporated four types of molecular biomarkers in brain tumor mutations, gene fusions, copy number changes, and methylation profiling. So our new neuro-oncology NGS test evaluates for two of these four biomarkers, which are the mutations and the gene fusions. And it does that simultaneously as a sort of one-stop shop approach. So it is particularly useful for cases in which we want to evaluate the status of multiple myomarkers or have multiple differential diagnoses for a particular case. In adults, for example, diffuse gliomas are the most common tumor type. And in this tumor type, IDH, third promoter, and histone H3 gene mutations, they are needed for a neuropathologist to render a final integrated histomolecular diagnosis. Our neuro-oncology panel evaluates four mutations in IDH, third promoter, histone H3, along with multiple other genes. Once we do that, the panel, we are able to not only get the status of these three molecular biomarkers, but also additional mutations or in other genes, potentially involving other genes, which would give us a full picture of the underlying profile of the tumor that is being tested. At times, we actually change what was the original thought for the diagnosis and disclosed different diagnostic possibilities. Our panel also may show gene fusions that are not as common, but they happen, and gene fusions that can be targeted. And there are some specific fusions like NTRAC, for example, for which there are clinically available targeted therapies. So this would be for adult patients, for example, but we also, for pediatric patients, there is a wide variety of tumor types in which there are characteristic molecular biomarkers like medulloblastoma and ependymoma. And in pediatric patients, there is a higher frequency of gene fusions like the NTRAC, as I mentioned, for which there are clinically available targeted therapies. So overall, our test has high clinical utility, both for diagnostic and in some instances for therapeutic purposes. I think you touched on a really important piece of this new carefully curated panel that I think bears repeating in the fact that it has high clinical utility, both in adult and pediatric cases. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. We have entered the precision diagnostics during neuro-oncology, and our test really allows for testing multiple biomarkers that have been incorporated in the new classification. One other point I would like to touch is that the neuro-oncology NGS panel covers two of the biomarkers, but there are the other biomarkers, such as the copy number changes, for which we also have a clinical assay that evaluates for that, which is our chromosomal microarray for tumor testing. This is a really robust platform and provides us high-resolution genome-wide copy number analysis and covers other biomarkers like CDKN2A and B homozygous deletion, 
which has really emerged as an important biomarker for grading diagnosis in brain tumors. And that is by chromosomal microarray. So you're able to pick up the copy numbers as you discussed. Would that particular test be useful in both adult and pediatric cases or just one or the other? Yeah, this test, it's diagnostically useful for both, not only diagnostically, but prognostically useful for both pediatric and adult patients. And in fact, there are tumor types that the copy number is more important than the mutational profile. However, when you do both, you're looking at the tumor from different angles and you're getting, it really allows you to get a full picture of the tumor that you are dealing with. So in general, whenever possible, doing both, you can get the most comprehensive molecular profiling of the tumor. They are not necessary in every case, but I must say that the cases that are typically the ones that are diagnostically challenging, these are the ones that would benefit most from having the most comprehensive approach. Well, and I think it's really important to note too, Dr. Ida, and you touched on this already, is the complementary aspect to both the neuro-oncology expanded gene panel in conjunction with the chromosomal microarray to really get a full diagnostic picture of the patient. Could you discuss a little bit about how these results would be used in patient care? So typically, as I mentioned before, now the new WHO classification has this concept of integrated histomolecular diagnosis, meaning that in order to render a final diagnosis, you combine your morphological impression from your histological evaluation with the molecular biomarkers that you tested using our clinical genetic tests. So by doing that, we refined our classification and it's more precise and it's defining better what the outcome of the patient will be or how the disease course will be, as well as helping our clinicians, the neuro-oncologists to better define what would be the best therapeutic regimen for the patient. You mentioned it too, and again, I think it bears repeating, is these particular cases with neuro-oncology CNS brain tumors, they behave just so differently, right? Very complex brain tumors that we're talking about. So having a full suite of complementary tests is really important to really understand what the disease course and better define the treatment plan for the patient. Do you have anything else you would like to add about the enhanced neuro-oncology and GS panel, Dr. Ida? So when we started, this was a few years ago, our first panel, we didn't know as much as we know today. I think that the field evolves pretty quickly. So there are new biomarkers, new molecular features that are being unraveled every day. So I believe that now our test is better than the first version. I foresee that in the future, there will be multiple versions that will be enhanced as well. The clinical utility of our upcoming panel is certainly increased in comparison to the prior version. And we believe that now we are able to cover and really provide the most diagnostic utility or clinical utility for mutation and fusion testing that is really 
well aligned with the new WHO classification. This will change over time. It's a very dynamic field, but current state, I believe that this is one of the best clinical tests available for clinicians. Yeah, I would agree with you that it is one of the best out there available, especially for the brain tumor patients for these CNS tumors, because they are such a complex diagnostic entity. Our carefully designed NGS panels really highlight the importance of having disease-specific gene lists that really help better define the clinical course for the patient. Thank you again so much for joining us today, Dr. Ida. I really appreciate your time. To learn more about the Neuro-Oncology Expanded Gene Panel by Next Generation Sequencing at Mayo Clinic Laboratories and how to order for your institution, please visit mayocliniclabs.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.